This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello, welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to you by our good friends at Bonneville Broadcasting. My name is Rob McDade. I'm your co-host here in the KTAR studios in Midtown Phoenix. I always like to geographically, Allie's just nodding her head yes. I like to give folks in your car, on your hike, listening. Where are we? We're in the KTR studios. And Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Allie. Absolutely. And same to you. Thank you. That is Allie Pardee. She is my partner in crime, the co-host. And, well, you wear a lot of hats. You have a lot of titles. Mm -hmm. And one of them was and still is a radio personality. I am. I sure am. Yeah. The voice that you hear is... Far familiar for those here on 92.3 FM. I look at you, the call sign. But that's when you were Allie Vetner. That was. That was a different time in a different world. And I am now a married woman taking on a new career as Allie Party within the Phoenix Fire Department. That's right. So her husband is also a Phoenix firefighter. So it's just, you went from big time radio reporter on the beat to married to a firefighter and working for the Phoenix Fire Department. This is a long Still intro. doing big and important things for well, all for of sure those listening. Well, for sure it is. Well, the so gift we, that keeps on giving. Go ahead. Correct. We, we've talked enough about ourselves. We have. have we and known? I think we don't want to bury the lead. No. We are here celebrating the holiday season, yes. and we're here celebrating a lot of new, exciting things, including... A very important new member of the Public Affairs Community Involvement Section. Yes. So without further ado, we have... Deputy Chief Joe Meyer. Welcome, Chief Meyer. Good morning and happy holidays. Oh, wonderful. What a great radio voice that was. Yeah, he's got the Welcome to Valley Watch, the show that the Phoenix Fire Department is proud to offer to the community about all things Phoenix Fire, public safety, educating our community on what's going on. And with that, there's lots of changes within the Phoenix Fire Department, including in our section. And we now have you as our fearless leader, truly. And um, give us a little back. Background on who you are and how did your, you get here, yeah. Joe? How did you get to the Phoenix Fire Department? Yeah. Well, first off, this is my second go around with Valley Watch. That's right. When I went to fire prevention, we came in, we started discussing all the hiring and all that. Oh, okay. So it's good to be back. But I off. remember, I you apologize. Did, you, <laughs> did, you did let your. It was with Kenny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I was going to say, Kenny, so yes. That was a whole other experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. This show is no stranger to Kenny Overton, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, my path to get here to Phoenix was unique when I started in the fire service in 1999 in a small suburb of Milwaukee called Pewaukee Fire, working as a paid on call firefighter for a couple of years. And then had taken a vacation out here and did a ride along with Phoenix and then realized I could never go back. So moved out and then just started uh, testing and got picked up with the Phoenix and went through the academy in 2005 and then just had progressed through there. Very cool. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, and through your career, and you became a paramedic. And you promoted a captain. Uh, you were a PIO for a while. Drove for a little bit. I was an engineer right. for a couple of years, too. So That's right. You were an engineer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Speaking Jack of Paul wearing trades. many hats. Yeah, you've yeah. sat in every seat in there. So when you look at the Phoenix Fire Department, uh, Allie and I and you were talking about sort of a year in review, like what we've done in the Phoenix Fire Department is accomplished. We have a new fire chief. We've had a lot of new initiatives. But I think with that, the fire chief from the get-go talked about community involvement in public affairs, how important that was to him. And now here you are steering that ship. Um, what are your first impressions when you look at what public affairs and community involvement does for our community as a part of the Phoenix Fire Department? The unique thing about our section is that as I'm 
wrapping up my third week is finally wrapping your arms around everything that we're supposed to be doing and then looking at the challenges that we have as we move forward. So obviously the one we're looking at right now is staffing. We know that operations has a big staffing crisis that's being addressed by the council and the mayor and their support as long with the as well as the fire chief. The one thing we look at our section though is we're not operations based necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going out and responding to calls. But the work that we do is equally important and we save more lives because of the the information, the education we put out there. So our staffing levels are, are are tight right now. We're trying to get that back to a, a 2010. You know, we're looking at about nine or ten people right now. I'd like to see that closer mm-hmm. to 25. The unique place we find ourselves in is even the name community risk reduction is what we're starting to see around the country, and that's the direction that we'll be going in with the Phoenix Fire Department. And what that whole thing entails: how do we prevent emergencies from happening mm-hmm. in the first place? So it's going to put us in a unique position where we really get to read. I guess the, the word I'm looking at here, it's pretty early as we're, filming, we're taping this, but as we kind of reinvent ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And the Phoenix Fire Department has been really good about doing that, right? We, we look at the different trends around the country, reinvent ourselves to offer our customers what they need. Yeah. So that's going to be our challenge is how do we take a section that we need to double in size mm-hmm. to meet the needs and the expectations of the city and the community without yeah. being able to generate money? Well, we keep looking at, you know, how we have done things and how we are reaching our community and we need to better serve them when it comes to public outreach and it like we're doing a great job and we have been but the city continually grows. We're getting now not just one, but two microchip plants. Then we've got the Super Bowl coming to town. So how do we continue to reach them and serve them in the best way possible? Is that in English? Is that in Spanish? Is that on social media? Or is that on door hangers? And those are things that we continuously talk about. When I look at uh, the growth of the fire department and keeping our eye on the ball, right? And the, the number one thing is those red trucks delivering that service that we do. But I also look at every time when we speak on behalf of the fire chief and we speak on behalf of the membership, we are a progressive, reactive fire department. We don't want to be, we will uh, progressive and reactive when the lights come on, but we also need to be proactive mm-hmm. uh, from, from an admin point of view. Joe, I know you worked with fire prevention and that, that the growth of the city was far outpacing the growth of fire prevention. I know your team went in there and, and all of a sudden, I think the first thing I recognized was more of those red trucks that represent fire prevention going out to the buildings, making sure all the new builds are safe, making sure the mid-rises are following all of the right procedures to make sure you know that they're sprinkler, that they have the access and all that. So that's that really that proactive. I think we really could be the tip of the spear and should be mm-hmm. with that proactive message, whether it's smoke detector walks or car seats. Would you sort of see that? And then that's where we would probably want to expand. Completely agree. And the folks in fire prevention are doing such a great job as they get out into these new buildings and the growth that we're seeing. And again, having a workforce that is constantly trying to hire. And mm-hmm. it's a really great career path. If people are interested to look into that, they will be doing some hiring here in the new year in that section. Um, when you look historically at the three pillars of the fire service, you have operations, you have public education, and you have fire prevention. And you need all three of those working together for that synergistic effect so that you have the ability to mitigate emergencies when they happen. You have the ability to prevent, mm-hmm. and that's through the public education piece, as well as the fire code enforcement through fire prevention. So having said that, as we look at moving 
into a new direction with the fire department. It is looking at all those things to prevent emergencies, but yet being prepared to respond to our customers. That's going to be our challenge moving forward this next year with everything on our plate. Again, you talked about the the microchip plants. We mm-hmm. have the Super Bowl coming. We have our first controlled burn where we're partnering with the state and the water department. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of new things that we're going to be doing that's going to be exciting and uh, putting ourselves out there. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there's so many new, exciting adventures and accomplishments, but also, you know, what is the fire department known for? Adapting and overcoming. So how do we figure that out and how do we better serve our community that is rapidly growing? So I think I want to touch on a little bit what uh, what Joe said was community risk reduction. What does that mean? Well, when somebody wants a, you know, public information We get a lot of requests from schools and businesses and care homes. Teach us how to keep our people safe. We would send a public information officer. We would send community involvement. But now we're going to loop in fire prevention and EMS. So it's it's full service delivery of that message, isn't it? Exactly right. So, Allie, when we look on the social media end of it, mm-hmm. what what role does that play and what how can we even further that? I know you you have your you you have the keys, the launch code to help sort of have that look and reach for our social media. What does the future bring? What does twenty twenty three bring? Oh my gosh. A lot more reels and TikToks, don't you think? No. <laughs> I um again my goal coming to the Phoenix Fire Department, I can't believe it's already been a year, was to just help increase external messaging and storytelling on behalf of the fire department because, yes, people see red trucks working all the time, but they're not seeing these incredible stories of saves or collaborations between other city departments. And spoiler alert, we're working on something very soon that should be coming out about a major accomplishment of a streetlight going into effect or going into service, if you will, outside of a fire station, that that traffic light is now saving lives at 42nd Place and Baseline because of the collaboration and leadership between the fire department, the water department, and the streets department. And so those are those things are happening all the time behind the scenes, but people probably don't know about it. And so how can we better tell the community about what's happening and show them this is we're not just putting out fires or we're not just rescuing people off of Camelback Mountain. There's so much more going on within the Phoenix Fire Department. And my look at as we look to the future to sort of the growth of our fire department. <clears throat> excuse me. Whoa. We know that we've got one fire station, Station 62, that is already on the books and going to be built. We know that the local 493, which is the union side, which mm-hmm. represents the United Phoenix Firefighters, has been working diligently to push bonds through. Now, we work for the city of Phoenix. We speak on behalf of the fire chief in the mm-hmm. city of Phoenix. So we can't necessarily get too far into what their bond looks like yeah. because it is from the United Phoenix Firefighters. But we do know that the, the mayor is on record, the city council is on the record as as embracing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've listened to it. We've had many times that we've gone in front of the city council and understand the need for it. And I think now more than ever, we've done news stories on this. Yeah. Most recently is we have the fire services to protect the folks that we serve We just need more to keep up with the growth of Phoenix. And I think that's that message that we need to get out to our public to say, Mm -hmm. don't worry. Right now, if you call 911, we're on our way and we're there. But we need to be proactive and look at if we've grown this much over the last Mm -hmm. 10 years, what is it going to look like the next few years? And this proactive, I think, is also energizing 
for our membership to know that and it's more stations. Yeah. And it's not unfamiliar or crazy for people all of a sudden to hear that message because that message has been discussed with the Phoenix Fire or the excuse me, the Phoenix Police Department and their staffing issues. And then also, how do we just better serve our community? We've talked about the city council approving $15 million for the community assistance program. How can the community assistance program go out and better serve behavioral and mental health crisis calls as well? So the city of Phoenix is wrapped growing and it's it is enlightening to see that there is progress and people are trying to combat the changes and growth within the city so as a resident and a taxpayer i'm i'm happy to see the changes and i i'm the i'm sure those listening are too that's right so with the little time we have left we're going to wrap it up here but chief meyer your thoughts on uh, as we in this last 20 seconds the the, the your team moving forward to 2023 I think that this next year, 2023, is going to be great for the Phoenix Fire Department and the community. You have a fire chief that is actively engaged in addressing response times and service delivery to the community. And we're going to start seeing a lot of this effort over the last six months take fruition. And it's going to be exciting to be a part of that. So thanks for having me this morning. It was great well, we being back. we really appreciate you joining us. And we appreciate your publicist allowing you to join us as well. <laughs> yes, Sawyer, thank you for joining us today. This, uh, my name is Rob with Phoenix uh, Fire Department and Valley Watch. Have a great rest of your day. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.